Hello, hello, and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, I had the incredible Lil Fee on our show. Lil Fee is an early years music specialist, an award-winning artist, five times best vocalist, eight albums, and a lifetime of professional music to call upon. Lil Fee now presents a daily music lesson for family daycare and homeschoolers on Zoom. And when you hear her story about how she came to all of this, you will be amazed. Um, She shares her journey from professional musician uh, all the way to the traumatic brain injury that saw her being not able to speak uh, or speak well at least Um, and the incredible journey that she had through healing that and um, coming to where she sits now with delivering online classes for family daycare uh, educators across Australia. So we talk we both sing a little bit and for those of you that don't know that is my secret skill um, or secret what is it secret passion no not my secret passion my secret there's a word that I can't find right now because at the end of the day but uh, that skill you have that people don't always know that you have until you bust that one out and so it was such a fun interview that I did with Lil Fee and she shares lots of great information make sure you definitely jump into the show notes uh, to get yourself uh, all the links that she's shared and talked about in our chat. So without further ado, I am going to uh, get started in our podcast today. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Big Hearted Podcast. My name is Victoria Edmund, and I am your host, Our aim here at the Big Hearted Podcast is to nurture a community of heart-centred educators to change the perception and delivery of early childhood education and care in Australia and ultimately around the world. We want you to be inspired by our guests and the topics we bring to you to think of new ways of being as an educator. We want you to feel a sense of belonging via this podcast so that you can engage any time of the day or night in any place that suits you. We want you to become an educator that delivers education from the heart, as we believe this is how we create great change within our world. So join us as we discover new ways to inspire each other here on the Big Hearted Podcast. Hello, hello, and today we have the effervescent, the beautiful Lil Fee joining us. Thank you so much for your time today. Welcome. Thank you, my darling. It's good to be here. An absolute joy. (laughs) So at the moment you're down in Tasmania, but we'll get into that story in a little while. But Mm. do you want to tell us, just in your own words, a little bit about what it is that you do and why you're doing this? Sure. Um, my name's Little Fee and I'm not that little, I'm, um, I was when I first started singing um, when I was about 19. I'm, um, I've been a professional musician, uh, toured the country for 25 years, um, put out, out eight albums, um, all self-penned and um, I was the first woman on the East Coast Blues Festival in 92. Um, 
programmed the Woodford Folk Festival for many years and counted in the new year there 17 times and I had an amazing career and then in 2011 or 2010 actually I moved up um, to the northern rivers to get away I was in the fires down there and it, and I just went where's all the flooding I'll go where the water is and ended up moving to Ukai where I met my husband and um, it was the most uh, amazing time. I had a near-death experience. I fell off a loading dock and landed on my head and lost my speech. I lost my ability to write. So I went from being a famous touring blues singer, living off my music, to not being able to speak and my brain was damaged. I was talking like I'd had a stroke. I had eye tracking. I was completely broken. Yeah. And I had just been trained not long before that to do a thing called Rhapsodaisy, which was an early years music program. This friend of mine who used to run Woodford, um, she got me doing it. And it was not what I'm doing now, but it was the beginnings of, of getting me into early years music. So I had this amazing experience. I actually died and went to heaven and I met God and it was just incredible changed my life forever mm. and and I had to rewire my brain mm. so suddenly I know how it feels when you're a two-year-old and your mouth doesn't work you're yeah. trying to speak but your brain's not getting that pathway and it's you know when two-year-olds go ah you know yeah. they do that frustration thing yeah I actually know how that feels now so mm. On this journey, I've learned, uh, I work with special needs children now. Um, I was running a, an incursions business on the border of Queensland, New South Wales for 10 years. Ended up teaching 1,000 children a week and doing 700 kilometres a week. I was totally exhausted. Oh, COVID came along, shut me down. And I've, my heart has always been with family daycare. Like I love family daycare I just think it is the most awesome way to look after children yeah. um, for all the reasons that it's so great because it's family because it's individualized because it's so um, gentle and kind and inclusive and family and no one's forgotten because there's only four kids there yeah and you don't get overlooked and you don't get bullied and I mean there will be those scenarios at times but it's not lost in the numbers. And yeah, I know yeah. The long daycares, they do the very level best that they can do, but they've got much higher ratios. Yeah. I love the ratios of family daycare. Yeah. So this gave me the opportunity to put my business online. So I moved from the, from the border of New South Wales, Queensland, to Tasmania to reduce my expenses, basically. Yeah. And in the process, I've learned in the last three years how to connect with family daycare providers. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Every day at 10.30 every day, we all get together on Zoom yeah. and we sing songs. So, but it's more than that. It's yeah. not just like put the kids in front of the TV and little Fee will entertain them. What I've done is I've made this an interactive yeah. lesson so yeah. I'm upskilling the educators every single day because you can go to a seminar and you can learn 
you know, the basics of whatever it is that you're learning in that seminar. But when you're doing these songs every single day, not only is it soaking into the children, but it's soaking into the educators. Yeah. And I'm showing them experientially how to rewrite songs, how to intentionally teach with music. Yeah. And because I'm a songwriter, I mean, I write songs for a living. Yeah. So the educators are having a problem with, I don't know, hand washing, nappy change, hitting, um, how to stop someone from hitting you, um, how to share. I've written songs about all these things, about biting. So I can sing those songs. The kids get a, a connection with me because I'm singing hello to them. I sing every child's name yeah. at the beginning of every lesson. Yeah, right. So they, like I've, I've had just yesterday, one of the educators said, or last week, uh, one of the educators said to me, when I said, oh, goodbye, love you. And they all went, love you. <laughs> all the kids. So they don't, it's a one-way platform. So unlike now where we can see each other. Yeah. On the, on the platform that I use, it's a webinar. So I can't see any of the kids. So right. it respects all the privacy. Yeah. And... I can't personally see any of the children. The kids can see me. Yeah, okay. And because we've got a chat box, so the educators are chatting away and having a laugh with each other. Yeah. And connecting with another adult is a really nice thing. When you're yes. in the middle of, like, here we go, here's our day starting, <sighs> you know, you just kind of steal yourself a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're, it's a very isolated position to be in often. Most definitely. So what we're doing is we've created a beautiful community um, and I have people from Air Peninsula, Western Australia logs in each day. Um, Mount got, Isa. Mount Isa, I know. Um, Charters Towers, Cairns, yeah. lots of a whole schemes um, signed up in Cairns, yeah. um, which is ideal. I mean, that's ideally what I, I... It's For me, it's not about the money, it's about the educators and the children. And I just would love this to get in every single family daycare in the country every day at 10.30. It's, yeah. That's the big dream, you know yeah. what I mean? Because we yeah. will um, bring, like it's been an oasis of joy throughout all the COVID shutdowns and the dramas. The login, there's no talk about any of that. We're yeah. talking about Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness and goodness, gentleness, faithfulness and self-control. That's my mission statement that, yeah. I've, that I have for my what I want to bring into children's lives and into educators' lives. Yes. And so, yeah, it's really exciting. I, I just I love it. And because I've experienced having a brain injury and essentially what we're doing is we're growing neural pathways Children don't have their pathways until they're seven years old. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, they just don't have them. Yep. Well, so, thing. I, I, I talk about that um, in our course, The Essential Elements, because at seven, your brain actually does a massive dump. It, it clears out. So all of the skills, and this is why children do repetitive tasks, because when they're doing a repetitive task, what they're doing is they're creating the synapse from this point. And if it's on the, and I know on the computer, well, it's on your right-hand side, but your right hand 
right hand brain hemisphere controls the left hand side the of the body. Yeah. So in order to get a synapse from here to your finger and your hand that's controlling you know the dropping and picking up motion you've got to do that so many times to build that synapse and make it a really strong connection to the nervous system exactly so when when you get to about age seven your brain does this big defrag and it goes through all of the things and if you learnt, maybe your parents are bilingual and I don't know, something happened and maybe you're a Japanese family living in Australia for the first two, three years of that child's life and then they go back to Japan and they very rarely speak English. So all of the English that they learnt here from being in care for two years, if they no longer use that from three to seven, the brain will then go, oh, don't need any of that program that folder can completely disappear and it will get rid of it but if they're doing things on the daily and practicing this and it continues those neural pathways stay connected mm. and rejoin them as you experience that's right they yeah. can be rejoined that's what i was just about to say yeah. we do in in um in term two um, so each term I have I have a, a program. So um, nursery rhymes, the foundations are term one. But term two, we do cultural songs and we do songs from 12 different languages wow. in term two. Yeah. Term three, it's all hand clapping and crossing that midline, making yes. the midline connection. But it's a real focus on actually sense of other and hand clapping is an incredibly useful tool because it's movement with music. Yep. So you put the two together and it's just like a full body workout for your brain. Yeah, yeah. And then term four, we do seasonal songs, Christmas songs and rewrite songs that we've learned throughout the year. Yep. But with if you hear the melody of another language, then later on in life, if you want to learn that language, the melody's in you. Yes. It's already there. So it's actually easier to, to learn other languages if you've already... Had an learned it in those early years yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. that's oh, really cool look, children's brains are remarkable i mean the the human brain is remarkable but oh, children's yeah. brains from that birth to seven it's so important all those pathways that we create uh and and things that we learn like it sits in there and this mm. is where language and language development and the way we talk to children is so vitally important. And this, you know, it really it comes up every now and then the whole asking for permission thing, you know. Oh, oh yes. okay if I change your nappy and people, yeah. oh, 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 how ridiculous. But this oh, is really it's important, important because it goes into consent and all those sorts of things. But it's also a, about inclusivity and oh, it's lovely. Yeah, children feel that sense of, oh, actually, no, I can partake in this or I can decline and all those sorts of mm. things. But it's the same with those sorts of languages. And as you say, the tonality and the melody and the way, you know, I, yes. I watched, a, um, oh, what's his name, the Filipino Joe Coy. He does a really great bit on how you can tell the difference between uh, which Asian country is speaking. And he does a bit 
and it's so funny you'll have to find it I'm not even going to go into it because I won't do it any justice but he talks about the different ways you know um, one country speaks a lot slower another country speaks a lot faster another yeah. country you kind of like that he describes them as like a race car driving past you the way and but the and it's so true but when we have the ability to put that into context for the children music is the best way to do that because children will will find them at home singing songs the amount of times yes asked me what is this song like it's now stuck in my head yeah (laughs) my child isn't articulating the words properly (laughs) and I think what they're saying is this but what is it so it's a really great great tool to be able to share with families too well, also, there's an interesting thing. You know, we were t- we were talking. Um, I think you you mentioned a, a little thing about intentional teaching, yeah. and how music is such an important, useful tool for that. Um, and I've used music intentionally in the early years setting to direct, to correct, to um, introduce, to burst into. I I call it the golden bubble. So when a child is in their golden bubble and they're learning they might be just looking at something oh you know they're looking at the at the sparkly bird and they're totally engrossed in that but you need them to go and put their shoes on because you're going out so instead of saying it's time to put your shoes on put your shoes on put your shoes on put your shoes on instead of doing that sing into the child sing intentionally into the child it's time to put your shoes on it's time to put your shoes on. It's time to put your shoes on. We're going out. So you've said it three times. Yeah. And then you've said very carefully, not too much, but this is what we're doing. Not we're going to go to the shop and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Yeah. Just we're going out. That's enough. Yeah. And so you've burst into that golden bubble with melody, yeah. pitch, tone rhythm it's gone across the corpus callosum into the whole brain yeah and instead of where speech is only there music is there music is the whole brain so you can use this technique on a on a teenager who's looking at a ipad and you can't get that teenager off the ipad you can use it on a husband that's looking at the television or the computer or fishing (laughs) or fishing and where whatever if someone's in their golden bubble i honestly think it is a moment to stop and respect that person's yeah. learning they're they're learning oh and a child can be looking at a button and having the most amazing time and yep. and we need to respect that golden bubble and the yep. best way to do it is to sing into the child so you often see all these wonderful educators and you know someone said the other day oh my grandma she she sang to me everything she very rarely spoke to me she sang everything yeah and that was one of the wisest grandmas ever because yeah. uh, we do it automatically because we know that it works but when you understand the science behind it music yeah. goes across the corpus callosum yeah. i think what we'll do is we'll do a little link to um anita collins movie She's done a little video, uh, one of the best music educators in the country, and it's only about four minutes, but it explains in a cartoon form how music works in your brain, and it's just so great. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. 
Yeah, it's a wonderful one. We'll put that in the link down below yeah, so that everyone in, can in the show notes for can sure. see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Because when I was teaching um, in long daycare, I was put into a classroom after two particular uninspired and not engaged teachers were in there. So this preschool room was wild. It took me three oh, months. Okay. Yep. It took me three months to pull these children yep. back into having a harmonious space. And a lot of that I, I implemented Talk Like a Musical Day. Yep. And my own kids hate it because I would do it in my family daycare too. Sure. But I loved it. I just, you know, everything was sung. And yes. and I believe everybody has an inner melody. They have their oh, own yeah. melody that's different for everybody. And I know there's going to be educators out there that go, but I can't sing. And Ah, can I tell you a story about I can't yeah. sing? I was hoping okay. you would. I have this amazing educator called Shana Bowen. She won't mind me sharing her name. She ended up, uh, she was working at Possums over in um, Mwilumbar and she's one of the most tone deaf people I've ever met yeah, and yeah. was always told, you can't sing, please don't sing. And I worked with her and I said, please sing, you have to sing. Actually, it's going to be the key for you. And I said, and it doesn't matter if you're out of tune because God made the bullfrog. It's yeah. about your intent. She ended yeah. up working with a, um, a beautiful child that I still work with who's got cerebral palsy. And his currency is music. Yeah. And everything. She couldn't speak to him. She could only sing to this child. And he he was able to engage it was the only way he was able to, to engage was through music mm. and all of her other children that she worked with all of the preschool children she was working with they all benefited from this music she sent me the most beautiful um card one time and and she actually wrote me a beautiful reference saying that it changed the way that she teaches she no longer and you know what she's not tone deaf anymore Surprise, surprise. And that's because she's given herself permission yep. to sing. She's given permission to herself to be out of tune or to yep. be in tune and not to listen to the naysayers. Yeah, yeah. And if I can say anything to anyone out there, please give yourself the freedom to shine. Yes. You've got to let yourself shine. And honestly... It doesn't matter. Kids don't care if you're out of tune. They don't care. Although my son did. He will always used to say, shut up, mum. People hate singing. You hate your singing. But he's the son of a singer and yeah, a bass yeah. player. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'd say to him, it's time for a shower, Quincy. <laughs> and he'd say, oh, shut up, mum, and go and get his, his um, towel and head off to the shower. Because that was our problem in the family, was him yeah. going to the shower, off the iPad and into the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, and oh, that's something we've got to deal with now is this technology stuff. And oh, so, and, well, the, and that's you know, the thing. That's like, another day, another day's is, conversation. Oh, it is, but it's important for educators to know too that, you know, children are sat in front of like the wiggles. There's oh, yeah. four or five members. They're wearing 
right colors they've got the right lighting they've got the right makeup they've got the right camera angles they've got a full backing band behind them like we are never ever ever going to compete with that we, we just it's not in the same realm but this is where having that human to human connection and relationship is so important and one yes. of the things I teach about and I spoke to an educator the other day who's part of our essential elements course and she said you know I implemented the lavender song and so one of the things that I've shared with the with the educators is um, doing the lavender song and it all it is is lavender's blue dilly dilly rosemary's green when i am king dilly dilly you shall be queen and you sing that on repeat as you're giving the children uh, uh you know wiping their face with a warm face washer with a drop of lavender in there wiping their face wiping their hands wiping their feet tucking them into bed now, what happened with my group was they all would end up laying on their bed just waiting for their turn because I would be down next to them and it was an act of service from me to them. I was in service to the children so that they would have this beautiful yes. transition from awake to sleeping and, and relaxed. So yep. I would do that, then I would tell them the bedtime story. And yes. the bedtime story was then moved into um, like a meditative voice. Yes, so absolutely. Tone's so important. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tone is so is important. It, it, it can manage the brain waves of the children because when we go to sleep, when you understand the science of sleep too, which is such an incredible journey to go oh, on. Oh, yeah, isn't it? Brain waves that we have at the different stages of sleep cycles that we have are important. So everything that we can do to bring the world in soft, quiet, gentle, yep. slow, is helping the brain to unwind. And it's mm. the same when you're talking about singing into a child Yep. It's like when an alarm goes off. Sometimes oh. when you're asleep, it's you dreadful. hear it from way back here and it mm. takes so long to come into your conscious awareness that by the time it's there finally, it's more of a gentle awakening than someone just crashing into your room and shouting, mm. get up from your bed. It's I really love that golden bubble analogy that you're talking yeah. about. Um, yeah, it's so important. Yeah. I'll share something else with you, with you, which has been really useful, is when I'm intentionally teaching um, or intentionally singing into a situation. Because so you can use music in emergencies. Mm. If you embed a song, for example, um, Shake and Stop. Okay, I've got, a, I've got a maraca. We're going to shake and shake and shake and stop and pull a funny face. We're going to shake and shake and shake and stop. And so you do that, you know, a number of times and pull a funny face, do a narwhal, do a funny nose, whatever it is. But if you do that same song with maraca, with a drum, drum, drum and drum and stop, I'm going to sing, sing, sing and sing and stop whatever it is, but you keep doing that same song and different with a scarf or a tissue. Shake and shake and shake and stop. So you're changing the prop, but you're using this, you're using the same song. So if you've got a two-year-old runner yeah. who's 
in danger of running out onto the road or endangering himself, herself, if you've got a song in place and stop, yeah, it's a fun thing. Yeah, You make it fun and that child's going to learn. Yeah. If it's not fun, it's not fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to know about it either. And yeah. I certainly wouldn't want to know about it at two years old. Yeah. So I did that with a, a, a child who was a seriously dangerous runner and I embedded that song. It took me quite some time yep. and it changed that family's life. Yep. Now, here's another example with um, a special needs child, uh, two special needs children. One was an introvert, one was an extrovert, both very hard, hard um, to negotiate. They were middle school children. Yeah. The father comes in, he's exhausted, he's like covered in muck and he's been working out, you know, he's got his high vis on and he's exhausted from the day. I'm working at the Ush and um, and he sort of steeled himself to get his kids, you know, he was ready to go to battle. Yeah, right. And I just said, oh, sweetheart, you need to learn how to sing. He goes, what do you mean, just looking at me like I was some idiot? Hair brain full with a flower in her hair. Yeah. And I said, oh, it's easy. Jimmy, get your hat, get your shoes, get your bag. Go and get your brother, it's time to go. Jimmy, get your hat, get your shoes, get your bag. Don't forget your towel, go and get your brother. Jimmy, get your hat, get your shoes. And Jimmy went and got his hat and his shoes and his bag and his brother and he went and stood at the gate. And his father just stood there looking at me going, what have I just, <laughs> what have I just seen here? Like, what, what have you just done? Yeah. And I said, it's it's song, love. You need to learn how to sing. And yeah. I just gave him the basics of singing intentionally into your child. Yeah. Make it fun. Be silly. Let yeah. go of your adult stupidity. Yeah. And singing into those children because they were in their golden bubbles as often special needs children are. Yeah. Anyway, the next day his wife's on the doorstep ballerina she's got her hands on her hips and she's looking up at me because i'm five foot ten she goes what have you done to my family I said, what do you mean what have i done to your family she goes we're singing we're walking around the house the boys are hearing me the whole house has just burst into an opera our lives have changed i cannot thank you enough yes yes all right so that's how you can use music intentionally yep. now there's one other situation i would like to share with you um, I had a, a little boy who was, I would say, um, he, he could go from, from zero to the red zone in his flash. Yeah. And was quite volatile, a volatile child. Anyway, I'm on the other side. I never had a problem with him. He was always great for me. Yeah. Um, and I was on the other side of the room doing some craft. I had glue all over my hands. And a father walks in to pick up his two children. And little Jimmy's got a pair of scissors in his hand. And the father looks at this kid and thinks, oh, my goodness, where's where are my children? He's kind of frightened by this little person and his reactions. Yeah. And I just saw the whole scenario and I said, Jimmy, Jimmy, bring me the scissors, please. Uh, Da, 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 bring me the scissors, please. And he came over and did, do, do, and gave me the scissors and walked back and looked at the man. And he walked back and looked at that father because all he was doing, 
he happened to have the scissors in his hand but he was looking at this father thinking wow he's so big yeah look at that big man yeah and instead of if i was on the other side of the room and i said jimmy give me the scissors with the big strong voice yeah he would have gone ha ha scissors stab yeah yeah because yeah. i've got the power yeah it would have been i've got the power moment but you just completely disseminate that whole situation by singing a silly song and yeah. directing the child gently, carefully, yes. kindly. Yeah. It gives you know? them the option to have a thought process in there too because exactly. it does. You know, if someone talks to you and you get the same tone all day long, it becomes yeah. monotone and then you just, children blip out. You see, you see it. You see it. And, yeah, I, I sang a lot in my daycare. I, I have a lot of strong pulls to, towards Steiner education. Yes. So that's very much everything is sung in the class. Yes, exactly. Um, Steiner educators really get it. Yeah. Well, and, and there's it, they talk about the tone, and I actually did a workshop. Mm -hmm. and there was a, you get the real staunch Steiner people who are just unbending and you must sing in the fifth and all this mm. sort of stuff. And I'm like, but I'm uh, like, that's not my natural zone for me to sing up in the fifth. And she's mm. like, well, then you must go and get lessons. And I'm like, I have had voice lessons. I'm a well above average singer and mm. it's not for me to sing up in the fifth. My voice is just not. So if they me, say that because a, ch a child's hearing is, um, is they have good hearing. We yeah. don't. Our, yes. our hearing deteriorates as we get older. So their tones, if you can sing in a higher tone, that's why we talk to children in a higher tone. Yes. Yes. Because it's easier for them and it's gentler on their ears. Yes, correct. So that's why but, we do that. And that can be a barrier for some people, though, because there's women who definitely have a, a lower toned sure. voice. And and I think don't let those sorts of things stop you. And no. don't let, you, you just have to, you're in a joy. And when you do sing, and I know those days where I really didn't feel like singing because I wasn't in such a great mood and <laughs> grumpy yep. myself, it will change your mood completely when yes. you get into that space of singing in joy yes. and, and you bring the children along with you because when you get those children that have those, you know, they might be tired because they didn't have a great sleep, that is such a lovely thing to share with them is that gentle humming or that gentle song that's about I'm so glad you're here today and all yeah. of you is welcome you know mm -hmm. and you can really just gently bring them into the space by using that's such right. tools like that the other one and you were, you were using the so me so so me which is a really important um uh, area to sing in that's the that's the main melody for early years yeah so that's, that's the one the beautiful in thing. me all the time all my yeah. little ditties are always and it works yeah yeah, yeah it, it really does i mean I, and the other one that i love are the spoken sort of poems so educators can start yes to, um, one of the best ones that I would have, which was a transition, you'd start with the children and they'd sit on your lap or sit on a chair in front of you, whatever's more comfortable, but they face you and you run your hands up their back, dot, dot, 
dot and a big question mark. Little spiders run up your back. Little spiders run down your back. Cool breeze, tight squeeze it, egg on the head and the yolk runs down. Creepy crawlies, creepy crawlies. Gotcha. And what you're doing in that is you're giving them an experience to get out of their head and they're into their body. That's it. A sensory and, moment. Yeah. And you really, you're changing the pace and the intonation and the, the syncopation and all those sorts of things. And all the children, they'll line up because mm. they want to have their turn. They want to have that connection with you and those lovely experiences on their own body. And then mm. you can transition them off into something different. Yeah. Yeah, music is really powerful. I want to mention a little bit about Lycra. So on my um on my website, I've got little a thing called cup of tea with little P. And so I've got I explain a bit about all the props that I use. Yeah. So when we do our daily lessons, we do 15 minutes of, of behavioral songs and warm-up songs. And then we do lycra for about five minutes. Now this is the most amazing um tool that you can use it's incredible for transitioning but it's also good because it's peer learning you can get scaffolding happening where all the kids sit around and hold on to the lycra but it's also separation anxiety so you know how we when we hide under something yeah a boo you know when we go peekaboo yeah that's all for separation anxiety so any child's having trouble with separation anxiety yeah this is the most amazing stuff and it's sensory so it's cool lycra is always cool you can use bamboo fabric as bamboo lycra is amazing it's yeah. even colder than than um than this sort of lycra um maybe this but, perimenopausal woman needs to make sheets out of that <laughs> i reckon you do it's just the most amazingly useful um tool i yeah. i do this every every lesson i have lycra and i always use uh, gentle colors like yes. pink yeah like blue like purple don't use red don't use green yeah yeah it, i've i've tried them all and the yeah. and the the steiner idea of using pastel colors is yeah. real it yeah. really is real and it's the most fantastic um tool. Well, I, I tell you that the idea behind that apricotty pinky color is mm. that that's what the fetus sees from inside. Like oh, sure. when you, yeah, when you look from the inside out of a body, um, and they do. Well, it you put a torch they, through your finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those, those are the colours that you see, and so what having the room or having colours that are muted is more gentle to the child, um, and and it creates less visual noise. And I talk a lot about um, visual yes. noise and um, stimulation and stimulating environments uh, for children particularly. I get it when I go into a space that's very cluttered, yep. supermarkets and things like that, where there's so much stuff happening, I get overstimulated really, really easily and children are exactly the same. Yep. Uh, and it's the same with, um, and this is why educators singing as opposed to putting a CD on or Spotify Big or difference. Whatever, now, big difference a massive difference because yeah. there's so many layers of sound that children have to and if you're doing it with the tv too 
They've got to process the, the visual sound, a uh, visual um, imagery. They've also got to process the auditory sound that comes in layers. Mm -hmm. Whereas, and it's the same when educators have music on just as a background noise. Like children are trying to learn and they're also then having to process that sound and separate that, put that sound somewhere else and then focus on what they're doing. And yeah. they're not consciously aware that they're doing it. Their brain is automatically doing it. But what you're doing is you're taking a certain percentage of the brain capacity and power away from the learning that's happening. From the learning experience, yeah. And that's all day long for some people. Yeah. Uh, no, it has to be specifically placed I think silence is important but also yes. sound is important yes I I also want to recommend to any educators out there to get yourself one of these it's yes. not a soprano it's a concert or a tenor okay Please and don't for those that are listening Lil Fee's holding up her um, ukulele I am I've got a, I've got a ukulele a um a concert ukulele but I've walked into a, a long daycare with 15 babies all crying and all I did was that. And the whole place just went completely silent. Yep. And it changes an atmosphere. It changes everything. So when start when all and it all starts to peak, get out the ukulele. And it doesn't even matter if you can't play. Look at yeah. this, I don't even have my fingers on the strings at all. All I'm doing is tapping that. The farmer yeah. in the dell, farmer in the dell. Hi ho the dairy oh, the farmer in the dell. And it doesn't even matter that yeah. I'm not in tune. I'm not in tune with that. You could but even the ukulele is on the same tone as your voice. So yeah, that's what if you're playing and the melody's in the ukulele, you can speak it. Absolutely. I can't help but sing it because it's just yes. a thing. <laughs> You're not confident to sing straight away. Yes, it just it is the most fantastic tool yeah. to have. Um, yeah. and, and it is they are easy to learn. That's it. So easy. I do ukulele lessons. If anyone wants to learn it, you're most welcome to get in touch. Yeah. And okay. um, you know, I can do some I can teach you over the zoom even it's yeah. just bondi's uh ukuleles have a um a beginner's pack which i highly recommend um yeah. get a quality instrument don't go getting a 25 dollar soprano instrument the colored ones yeah. they're rubbish yeah they sound like rubbish and that's that's another thing i'd like to um mention i don't know if we've got time but um i, I might get you to do a link on um choice of instruments Make yes. sure that they're not a high tone. Yes. So all my drums have got low tone and a floppy skin. Yeah. Okay. We're doing drums this week, actually. Yeah. I just made this one out of a bucket, out of a yogurt bucket, covered it in yeah. in some string and some some um, felt, oh. and I just put a bit of gaffer on the top. Gaffer. So you just put the gaffer in a, in a, a pattern of a star. Yep. Keep going until it's all covered. Yeah. And then you can just decorate it. And you've got a wonderful drum that's a low tone. Okay. People think, <laughs> oh, I have to get a, a proper djembe and I have to get the Darabukas. Don't go near those wonderful instruments because they're high 
they're a high tone yep. anything like a triangle a tambourine disable it disable yep. the tambourine disable the bells yep. if you've got a string of four bells take the take the ball out of three of them only have one of the balls working okay because what, bells are too much they will wig the children's ears out yeah okay it has yep. to be percussion low tones so yep. i use i don't even use wooden maracas i use these gourds because they're a lower tone and they're a gentler tone so the wooden ones tend to be a higher note yep. so you can mute things by putting a bit of gaffer tape on them or something like that yeah um, but the very best instrument for one of the very best instruments is a couple of sticks out of the bush because you're crossing that midline yeah that and bing bang hammer with the hammer zingle zangle cutting with my saw clap and clap and clap and stop funny ears you know you can do all that sort of stuff yeah but i could do i could do a 15 minutes just with that yeah right and keep children engaged the thing is with your songs you've got to have them ready and have a list of songs that you're going to do yeah. and you can't have any air time in between the songs yeah. you've got to go from song to song to song to song yeah if there's any air time kids get bored yes so if you're going to do circle time with your lycra or or your instrument time with your with your kids have your songs ready have yep. them written out have a few so row 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 your boat incy wincy spider twinkle twinkle Galump went the little green frog. Whatever it is, have your songs listed out and then you're going to have more success because the only yeah. time circle time will work is if you're organised. You yeah. Ready to go. 100%. This is what I talk about. Hang it around your neck. Hang a yep. little card around your neck, whatever it I, is. I had mine on um, pieces of paper yeah. And uh, this was before I became aware of how long lamination takes to buy degrade. <laughs> but <laughs> I still have them and I will have for the next hundred plus years. Um, but I would have my seasonal songs and I did everything seasonally so yes. that I could put children's awareness to what was happening around us in the seasons. But I just had them, my list of 12 or so songs, yep. um, and sometimes it would cover two pages um, back and front. But what I would I would start um, my season, I would start it with, you know, just two or three songs and then the first week and then the next week I'd add the next song and the next week I'd add the next song and so on and so forth until I got to the end of the 12 weeks where we would have a full entire beautiful morning yes. circle of seasonal songs and then when we had a festival with the families we would it wasn't so frightening because no. they already had the songs there yeah yeah and the children would sing them all and the parents would yeah. be like how on earth do they know this many songs and that's what my kid has come home singing for the last six weeks and now I know what that song is yeah and and it, it is all about and it's all about these things living within you as an educator yes can pull them out at any time and use them moments yeah i've i um when i do my um music lessons for the family daycares i have all my songs so each week we have a printout of all the songs that we're going to be doing mm. information about what we're doing that week what instrument we're doing and stuff like that but on it is 
are all the songs that we're going yeah. to be covering. But we so also for those have listening, for those listening at home, Lil Fee's got pulled up her iPad and you can see the um so you might have to come and watch the YouTube on this, but yeah. um, that she's got the songs for the for the season all printed out there ready for you so that when you join her program you can have a copy of that and use that as a tool it's really useful it's just such a useful thing and a lot of the educators use that as part of their qip so they can put yeah. that in for their documentation and yeah it's just really uh, it's, it's a handy way of having it all together in that one spot and the parents can see what songs the kids are singing as well and yeah and, back and it up really by singing with the kids at home yes and that's what i was going to say when you know your songs that you're going to sing um, like I know there's been a little bit of conversation around educators having a um, newsletter for fam for the families, pardon me. You can include that in your newsletter. Absolutely. I used to tell the same oral story for a month. And yes. some people will be like for a month and I'll be like, yeah, but some yep. children are only there for, you know, one or two days a week. They're only mm -hmm. hearing that story eight times. Other children might be with you full time, but these then lead into, because it's an oral story, it leads into early literacy for them. But I would also include those stories as, as a printout for my families too, so that they could um, include those with their children. It's this symbiotic learning between, you know, home and daycare yes. setting that's really important and yeah. I think sometimes educators don't necessarily value um, the sharing that can happen between family and children or family and educator rather and mm. the importance that that can have in supporting the child through processes and like Absolutely. You, songs for behaviors and things like that I use yeah. stories but you could easily put those into songs too yes start with the things that are already living within you as an educator yep from your own childhood you know there's like yes. you, remember, you may never have thought about Jack and Jill for the last 10 years but then all of a sudden you've got children who are playing you know with the buckets and they're transporting things and you can be singing the Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water and these things can you can narrate almost what they're doing to some degree and putting these things within their brain because there are things that go with that. And they'll they'll end up going up the, you know, with their bucket, Jack and Jill. And you can change the names. That's it. Jimmy and Sally went up the hill, you know, or Jimmy and Sally went across the yard to fetch a pail of water. Rewriting so important. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it can yeah. be contextual and the children can, you know, understand what you're saying and go, oh, I'm in a song. And I yes. That. And, and that is so precious to have. That's part of the reason why I sing the children's names every day is so they can hear their, so their names being, they have to intentionally listen for their yes. name, yes. but they also are rewarded by hearing their name. Yep. At the end of each lesson, we also have a thing called the wall of fame. So people send in their artwork that the kids have been doing that week around yep. the theme that we're doing yep. and they get to see their artwork or a picture of their favourite toy or favourite pet or whatever it is. Yep. And so there's a connection there as well. But so at the end of each lesson we do a story and we do the wall of fame. So the kids calm down. Mm. They've just been stimulated but at the end they're calmed down and quite often the educators, I've got some of the girls, it's time to go to sleep straight after Little Fee. 
Yeah, okay. So, and that becomes part of the routine as well. Yeah, part but, of that. Um, yeah, look, if anyone's out there that wants to join in with the daily yes. lessons, I couldn't recommend them enough. They're yeah. making a big difference um, in people's lives in their daily routine and also you get to connect with people from all over Australia and there's yeah. something really empowering about that. Like family daycares, you're a mighty force. Yeah. They're a mighty force. And, yeah. you know, some days when you're in amongst it, it's, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't feel like you're a mighty force. You know, yeah. you're just trying to keep the breath coming in and out and just surviving you know, three kids screaming to go to sleep and teething and yeah. all the other amazing things that you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, but you're a mighty force out there and you're a, you're an incredible bunch of people and yeah. and I'm so privileged. I love, love, love inspiring other educators to intentionally sing, to yeah. sing intentionally into their children because yeah. this stuff works. Music is so kind. It truly does. And every every single race and culture since the dawn of time has used storytelling yes. and song as a way yes. to share knowledge and impart wisdom and document what they're doing. Every single mm -hmm. culture, every yep. single culture. For as, That's right. As long as we go back, it is inherently in us to mm -hmm. have a connection and a, um, a visceral response to song and it can transport you know people talk about smell transporting you back but if songs i can do yeah certain red hot chili peppers songs give it away give it away give it away now takes me instantly back to <laughs> the first camping trip that my dad took us on way we used to camp up in the bush all the time but when we went down to byron him driving the Econovan, the Ford Econovan back yeah. brother in the passenger seat me in the middle and my dad next to us singing this ridiculous song in the most ridiculous manner yeah great oh, and it takes me back there instantly yeah. give it away give it away now like and I just laugh and it just gives oh me isn't that great beautiful memory but there's so many songs you know um that that take me back to certain different times of my life yes and it's the same it's a powerful message and it's a really underutilized tool that educators can actually invest in themselves to to learn and by connecting with someone as yourself yeah it gives them this opportunity i'm here to, here to be inspired yeah mm. and to connect with other educators as well which as you say it's so important and i think that's been one of the biggest benefits that we've gotten out of covid yes. <laughs> was that we all learned how to learn use zoom we i know we're able to connect. It made us reinvent, didn't it? Yeah, really. It really did. And mm -hmm. and for family daycare, I think that's been a real positive. Hasn't it? You can access things during the day now. Mm. Um, you know, and I know a lot of educators jump onto the big heart to heart every Friday that I do. And Oh, it's lovely. I love your heart to heart. Yeah. And, and well, this is like a couple of my educators are using your service too. And I just think it's so excited. And they're all mm. of the educators that I've spoken to who have joined your program just speak so highly of it. And, yes. and I think it's a really great place for an educator to look at it as professional development for themselves. Oh, yeah. 
but also it, you, you, the way you've designed your programs with the links to the EYLF and all that sort of stuff, it's mm. another way of educators to look at documentation and giving them clues and ideas on how to link things and, and that way yes. you've done that. So they can yeah. jump on and just utilise that within their services. So, Well, I do a lot like you do. I, do, I, I have been uh, influenced by uh, some Steiner teachers that I've known over the years. So I love seasonal um, programming. I think it's really important um, that we do that. Um, but I think my program is has been developed over the last 10 years by actually teaching in the long daycares. And then I applied that to the family daycares and and have over, th over the last three years, we've developed this into such a beautiful program. It's just yeah. so friendly and, and will grow. The more yeah. that people, I mean, just this week, I, I made up a map yeah. of all the centres where we are. Yeah. And so the, as it grows, I'm down here in Tassie at the moment, but there's, you know, people all up along the coast, up in Cairns, Mount Isa and Charters Towers and yes. the Air Peninsula. This girl, she's, her closest family daycare is two hours away. Yeah, wow. Two and a half hours from her, her service provider. She wow. has no support. Yeah. But we're there and they're there and yeah. they are there and they're there and I'm there. Yeah. We're all together, together, even our friend Julie over here in Western Australia, yeah. she has to log on through the recording. That's another thing is that if you miss the, the um, 10.30 lesson, yeah. I send out a, a link after every lesson, yeah. um, a recording of that lesson. So you can do it in the afternoons. You can quite often, I've got girls that do it twice a day because they're out of school hours, kids the, the school age kids want to sit, have their names called out and so oh, we do yeah. joke telling and stuff with the um with the school age kids yeah awesome and um yeah so it, it's um it's a really great um collaborator yeah. and and community so there's more to it than just singing a few songs with fee yeah you know? yeah no there there's so much thought and preparation and organisation has gone into it and mm. I, I think it's a really valuable um, resource for educators to be able to jump on. So if an educator out there listening is interested in having a look at your program, what, yeah. how do they get in touch with you? Well, you can you can email me directly at littlefee at littlefee.com, um, L-I-L-F-I at L-I-L-F-I. Dot com. I'm on the Facebook, so I do Little Fee Singer or Little Fee Music. Um, and I've also got littlefee.com, the website, um, okay. so you can have a look at stuff there. On the YouTube is Little Fee Music, and there's over 100 songs for free that you can just yeah, download and access. So often what happens is educators will come on and do the daily lesson, but then they might want that particular song that they can put on high rotation because it's consistency and repetition that we get results. Yeah. So that's a great way of backing up that as well. Um, Actually, you'll, you'll be stoked to know uh, one of my educators, she's got a private Facebook group for her families and yes. she was talking about, um, I can't even remember the topic she was talking about now, but just last week and she posted a link to one of your songs. Okay. Um, for families to be able to use at home 
I think it was around possibly sharing, something like that yep. anyway. Would and you like to swap? Would you like to swap? Look them in the eyes and ask them nicely. So it shows the children what to do. Yeah, yeah. If they, yeah. If they want to get that toy, they don't yeah. just grab it. Yeah. They ask nicely. Look them in the eyes, yeah. ask them nicely. Well, that's she, a game. She, tagged, she she posted a link to your YouTube so that families could have a look too. And I was like, oh, you're going to be excited because Lil yeah. Pete's coming to do some PD with us soon. And she yeah. was like, oh, I'm so excited. So it's, it's great that those resources are there for people to use at any time too. Yes. So, uh, yeah, well, we'll put all your contact details in the show notes. So if educators want to join in or, or get in touch with Lil Fee, they, you can just go to the show notes and get those um, details if you yeah. haven't remembered um, through through this conversation. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I'm... I'm up for deals, you know, if you get your whole scheme to sign up, then I can do a deal. It's a, yeah. really, it's it's a very cheap. It's $25 a week um, if you just want to sign up yourself or if your whole scheme does it, it's only $10 a person. So it's um, it's really, it's, it's, a, it's all about you guys. It's about yeah. educators and it's about the children. And it's just not something I can keep to myself yeah, you know what yeah. I mean I just love and I love being um a part of your team too Victoria it's been so great collaborating with you thank you so much for having me on the show oh it's been my it's pleasure been thank you so for coming great. we've we've talked about this conversation for a little while now so we, have. we finally <laughs> managed to make it work and I think you know you provide such value to our community and like you say, it's not all about the dollar at all when it comes to you. You're very giving and 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 share such incredible wisdom and information that you've learned from personal mm. experience, but also professional experience too. And I think it's so valued when people do that. And I really, I really love chatting with you, Lil Fee. I think we've a great time <laughs> together. So yeah, oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. And um, for all of you out there. I um I look forward to singing with you all one day. It would yeah. be great fun. And um and if I don't, please access any of those free videos. There, we'll we'll make sure you've got the links to the behavioural songs. Or if you've got a topic of a song that you think's really tricky that you need a you need a song for, get in touch because I'm happy to write a song. The and I do I actually do private lessons for special needs kids too. So if anyone you know wants to do that, I can um. I can might be able to squeeze you in. There's a few spots left in my week. Oh, there um, you go. See, so yeah. educators could access some funding through the inclusion support services yes. too, so you can speak to your service about uh, accessing um, additional support through the. Um, oh, I can't think of what the name of it is now, but there's funding that we have for inclusive practices and um, resources for children that have different needs and can be supported that way that's so right. um, that's through inclusion support or the KU um, agency so you'll be in touch with those they have their SIP through them and that's the that's the department that manages those sorts of things so that is also a possibility too for educators if anyone needs any more information about that let me know um, and we can I can forward that to you as well so oh Lil Fee it's just been fabulous thank you so much <gasps> It has. Oh, thank you so much, Victoria. It's been lovely. Pleasure. All right. Well, we will be back soon. Thank you very, very Did. much. Bye.
Now it's time to say goodbye. And I'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi friend, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you got a lot out of today's episode. When we work on our own, we can sometimes be in a silo. So having new perspectives and different ways of looking at things is vitally important for the growth of our individual selves and our professional selves as well. We love feedback. So if you felt compelled to share what you thought of today's podcast, we would love to read your thoughts. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcast. That helps our podcast to get out to the wider community. And the more that hear what we have to share, we think the better it is. Thanks so much, friend. We'll see you next time. Till then, big love.